What a beauteous garden of evil. A veritable Shangri-La of flagrant beauty. A lustrous poil of the Pacific. So peaceful. So quiet. Fainting enthusiasm in this episode. This is your host with the, the tired, right the amount. Most, the host with the most, parentheses, jet lag. The host with the most reason to do this. Um, Christopher Antista, Laser Time. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. We also have with us anybody. Anybody. Oh, hi, Olga. Whoa. What, what did you just say? Hello. <laughs> Buddy. Oh, is so is so that how you say H-E-N-E-R-D? I'm Henry Gilbert. Watashi wa Henry Gilbert desu. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu. Wow. Hi. I thought I was making fun of people. Anyway. Henry Gilbert, we have Brattleston. Brett is over here. Brattleston, we have to make this quick, not not a... Not too quick, but it, you, normally, like I prepare, you know, we prepare a bunch of clips and segments. But this is just about Japan because we just went there. All of us. All of us just went there. And that was kind of incredible. I became a uh, total otaku only by going to Japan. I, yes, I'm n- I've never been one to, be, to romanticize it that much, but it was mm. so fucking cool. And so it much really fun. It really was. God. And so sense. much fun. But what did you just say? And I said, "Hi, I'm my name. I'm Henry Gilbert. Yes, uh, please be nice to me." Or like <laughs> that, is basically, "Please be nice to me." It's it's a it's a very formal greeting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I didn't. I just remember I, Ohio Gazimas. That's what I remember. Ohio Gazimas. That that's good morning. Yeah, Ohio Gazimas. Uh, the problem with me is like I kept like you know you nod. You always do like mm-hmm. a slight like nod. Yeah, I can't help it. Yeah, and like and I would always. <sighs> They would say Ohio Gazimas, and I would just reply hi, because my instinct is to be like, oh, I want to say Ohio Gazimas back mm-hmm. or, or something. But then I think I want to say hello. Well, I say hi, but then hi is yes. Yeah. So I just feel like I have this weird. <laughs> You're look. right. I'm it just, is good I'm to just meet going, you. Yes. Nice it to is. meet yep. you. Yes, it is. Yep. And I'm just like, no, yeah, I uh, and I messed that up like 900 times. I felt like the ugly American that I didn't. Even oh, I always did. Bother preparing like even. Slight greetings. Mm-hmm. I did on the, the phone. I sh- ended up shutting off. Like I bought, I did buy a Japanese dictionary, and then I didn't mm-hmm. end up using that phone. But uh, yeah, I, I really meant to get a couple of phrases, and just had none. And you made that comparison, like uh, we're just talking dogs to the Japanese. If, well, if you can speak Japanese, speak we're, you're Japanese. just you're just a dog. I'm just a dog, and it was like this is so true the whole yeah. time. Like I'm doing everything wrong. And you're friendly, but you're in a friendly way. Yes. Like nobody's durr, nobody's durr. getting mad at me. Like I keep handing them my money in I the love wrong you, way. Money. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Chris, and I love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, the handing them the money thing was totally weird, and nobody told me about that. What um, the pan? About uh, using the pan. Well, not the pan that that you hand with you, with two hands. You use two hands. The same hand. way you hold an NES controller is the way you hand them bills of cash. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I never did that. The, that's the polite way. Yeah. And also, when you trade business cards, you want to yeah. make sure that I knew about that. But. Yeah, the money's a little less, you know, regimented like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, definitely when you're trading cards or if someone's handing you personally something, it's 
customary to accept it. But you way. told me, yeah. I think you or Carolyn told me to do that, and then I wasn't doing that. But then you also told me, like, yeah, then they cradle your hand with one hand and put the change in your cupped hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. They but did that, that is yeah. only if you hand them, if I would overly polite and hand do the two fisted mm. bill hand, then I would get, mm. what are you doing? <laughs> go my hand. And then they, yeah. Yeah, before I went to prepare myself, I listened to this uh, audiobook I got off audible.com. Audible.com. Not a sponsor this week. <laughs> uh, well, I got it off a website. I see. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I listened to like the first 12 hours of it, and it did teach me about, you know, 15 key phrases, like mm-hmm. the two I just said at the beginning. <laughs> and, but that was only enough to like, I, it got me okay a little bit there, but. The, I learned quickly. The problem was it got me to start conversations I could not engage in. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going like, oh, I like you say seven words to some like if somebody when they met you here be like, good morning, friend. You'd be like, oh, hi. Isn't it nice out today? Mm-hmm. They would just not go like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what would happen to me. Like even at uh, at one of the thousand the dozens of convenience stores I I visited, yeah. Like I could I got the first two words they'd say, and then lost everything. It wasn't that they were mumbling, but that they were just talking at normal speed. I was like, wait, wait, could you calm down? Mokiri, uh, mokiri, like that, which is like skosh, again, please, skosh, yeah. skosh. You speak a skosh. So <laughs> where the word came skoshy. from? Uh, so yeah, that was what was frustrating to me because I could occasionally pick up like three or four words like oh no I heard that one I got that one too uh, I, I give up I really but I, di- I don't watch a lot of Japanese I, some movies some cartoons mm-hmm. but I did at the end I was just doing hi and I, I did get that yeah. no one ever told me what it was but I saw it enough and so <laughs> I was starting to understand tiny little things until I thought wait am I, do I actually know what that means when I say hi or am I making fun of people well hi is like uh huh uh huh uh-huh. yeah like, yeah but it shows you're listening. Like yes. it's a it's a good thing yeah. to do. I'm a time. listening dog. Someday <laughs> yes. I'll talk. Yeah, and it's something like you can, like it, it'd be weird in the U.S. if it, as you're talking to me the whole time you're going yes, mm-hmm. yes, uh huh, yes, uh-huh. uh huh, uh huh. Wow, really? Uh-huh. Whereas <laughs> uh, at least for the, the people I work we work with in the office, the business situation, you'll you'll see it. In a, hi, hi. <laughs> Hi. And it's like as they're talking, it's like I'm acknowledging. It's yes. like a countdown clock. Continue, continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, the thing to me that just visiting this is third time I went, but it had, haven't been in like three and a half years. So oh, wow. into Tokyo since '07. So this it's is the been, longest you've been there. This yeah, we went we went early and stayed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Henry, we met up with you. I stayed close to two weeks. Yeah, yeah, we we met up and we went to Akihabara and bought an obscene amount of money worth of stuff. Like you just can't help it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the. the couple things here just again the trains are all awesome and there's like one book carolyn has it's like super useful and like yeah i wish even i I brought she bought me a copy last year when we went i forgot to bring it this year she like she knows how to read it and like make sense of all of it but then even i was able at the end like like, oh i know how to get here i want to like we need to go to this uh gathering friday night for a wine thing for work Mm -hmm. and it was like all right so i'm gonna take this to this transfer here well it worked (laughs) <laughs> and I wanted to find a Godzilla statue, and I found it, and took a picture next to it. Asked some giggling <laughs> Japanese girl to take our picture, and she seemed excessively like, <laughs> pleased with pleased with the fact that she got to take our pictures. Yeah, or she was making fun of us. I could. That's know. what I don't. Oh, no, man. I got that feeling so many times. Yes, you too. Yes, but it was like it was like I don't know. 
The only reason I, don't I, know how, I don't know how this is going to sound, but like when I was a little dorky kid and I walked through the black neighborhood and just all of a sudden a bunch of people start laughing and they're sort of looking in my direction and I get really self-conscious. Right. So this hasn't mm-hmm. happened since then. And look, and I realize there's plenty of reasons for black dudes to laugh at me. It's black <laughs> women too. I get it. But now I'm trying to present at least some kind of respectable facade and just yeah. giggling Japanese girls like, what does this mean? Well, what I'm taking it as is because your your first instinct is like, what am I like toilet paper on my shoe? Yeah. Or what, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But it's actually just like everyone is super nice, mm-hmm. and I think, well, it wasn't like he just walked by and they giggle, but it was like for us, it was like we're standing next to this Godzilla statue, and it's probably like no one there probably even cares about that statue anymore. <laughs> like no one probably yeah. even looks at it, stands next to it, takes pictures of it. It's not like the Hachiko dog statue where like it's a meeting place. There's always people taking picture. Mm-hmm. It's a Godzilla statue. Who cares? <laughs> this, hasn't care. been, this hasn't been relevant even in Japan for like a decade. So yeah. why would you? Why would you? You know, especially if you're a teenager in Japan now, it's like Godzilla has to be like the crustiest, the, oldest, yeah, the uninteresting, thing. It's like, hokey thing ever. It's like caring about uh, the Hammer film, Hammer horror films in America or something. Sam, <laughs> even confused. Yes, oh, Hammer horror. All right, they picked up the Universal Monster series. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, Most gotcha. of the actors that. Uh, Mm-hmm. Most of the actors from Star Wars were from uh, Hammer films. Well, Not so really. Even the cultural relevance of Godzilla. I, just, I don't know. Like, it's probably well, no, Godzilla like, was nowhere. Uh, like There were so not few much Godzilla toys. Yeah, not much. Ultraman toys out to the ass. I did see yeah, more yeah. Gamera, I guess, than I saw and Godzilla. Gamera, yeah, I think I yeah. saw more Gamera than Godzilla, too. What the fuck? But, Gojira. But, but yeah, I just feel like they saw like... Oh right, that was probably I've heard that Americans actually really like Godzilla. I mean, yeah. Maybe we just thought it, it was no, so funny. It's, like, it, it's true. It's, it's true. probably I mean, similar to how when we like walk by things like, oh yeah, Celine Dion is a huge celebrity uh, here still, and then they probably go like, I had heard that Americans really like Godzilla, and here's that proof. Yeah. I yeah. can I cannot proof. describe what whatever that commercial was that ran on the train that made Cena, Celine Dion look like God. It, <laughs> yeah, find a performance of Celine Dion where they use one camera and turn the sound off and it's the silliest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Her, her, face. her face, the thing she does with her face when she sings. Yeah. Well, it's what she always does when yeah. she sings, but it's it's thrown into stark relief without any of the sound. Yeah. She's like the hammiest performer it's in incredible. the world. Yeah. Like blowing a kiss, like waving her hands over, it. and the com- and the commercial she's on sleeping bags while she's singing, and the commercial she's singing. It's just a commercial for something called Ed On, which I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I think he's running for Congress. She's here. just like singing the name of the ba- brand. Well, there's a big Ed On building with yes, a gigantic Akiba. If anybody cares, ask uh, Laser Time to tweet that out to you. I took a picture of that with uh, being cascaded by sunlight, which yeah. looks. Makes it look her look godlike. Yeah. Uh, I do have a picture. But of the celebrity stuff, I didn't really see many like U.S. celebrities doing silly stuff. Except that Tommy Lee Jones was still doing the Boss Coffee ads. Mm-hmm. But, still cashing a check? Yeah, but at this point... So it's Tommy Lee Jones in these commercials. Plays this stoic alien who's come to Earth to like learn about people or whatever. But he, and, he's, uh, and he's hawking coffee that you buy in a can and can, in a, you know, a vending machine. And it was like that last time I was there, and that was 07. So he's been doing this for a while. Except when I was there this time, it was a crossover between... Crossover ad. Crossover ad campaign between Boss Coffee and SoftBank, who's a cell phone company. And SoftBank's mascot is a white dog. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) these two storylines converge in this very confusing series of billboards, and then I actually happened to see a TV commercial. That was the best commercial. Did it make sense? It was a classic Japanese uh, crazy commercial. So this dog, his name is Dad. (laughs) 
Yeah. And this is, first, we have to get this up. So the dog is named Dad, and talks in Japanese subtitles, but by barking, by barking. It's not like you know Babe style. It's like he's barking, but then there's subtitles. But he has a Japanese wife, mm-hmm. human, human wife, wife, human Japanese wife, two kids. One is a Black American male. <laughs> I, wow, and the other is a full-grown Japanese daughter. Uh, and so that they're none, at the dinner table, and they're at a dinner table, and they're just talking. You back know, and he's forth. you know he's pissed at his wife where that, where that son came from. <laughs> but like, and but this like all of a sudden they're arguing. Tommy Lee Jones and the dog back and forth, and it zooms up on Tommy Lee Jones' eyes really quick, and they glow yellow, and then the dog backs down. <laughs> so but but then they're just oh like that's one of them. And but there's billboards everywhere of mm-hmm. of Tommy Lee Jones with his face staring down a dog. Yeah, which is like. I have how to much get context for this. Well, I just was wondering how much fucking weight does Tommy Lee Jones hold? How, how much has, swagger does he throw out in it Japan? It must be like he has such like heavy American features, like you think just so? his craggy face. Was, is I think Men in Black just that endeared to this, this culture. Fa- I don't know. I think just did you see No Country for Old Men? His face is just an interesting face. I don't know. It's, it is interesting. Uh, but yeah. It's not grotesque. It's just no. very detailed. It is. But it's yeah, feeling tech. like the outsider, <laughs> that happened to me But well, basically every time. It kind of became like this uniting thing when you would see other gaijin like, yeah. anywhere. Like when we were supposed to meet the Hachiko statue, like me and you, Brad, mm-hmm. just like, oh, me and Hachiko. And I was like, wow, there are so many people here. I'm never going to. Oh, wait, it's the other white people. Like, hey, yeah, there yeah. you guys are. Yeah. And. But yeah, I, when I was on trains, like I would, I would feel offended when there would be an open seat next to me and somebody would sit down. I was like, "Do I smell? Am I the smelly American that they don't want to the sit next is to?" Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did smell. I, I <laughs> a quick story about my smelliness in Japan. The, like, it's kind it was, of unavoidable. Yeah, it is impossible to avoid. I didn't believe you. I thought. I yeah. thought I don't know. I'm in better shape than that. I, I'm not going to feel this at all. And no. it was. It was. Disgusting. Sheet of sweat on you the it was, second, the second you, you walk out. It the was five it, steps. It was humid beyond belief. Yeah, and like we like your deodorant I, can't take. Like it. I'm, you know, I, we're all Midwest or South. Like mm-hmm. we know humidity. Yeah. We know a crappy hot August summer day, and it was unbearable. It was unbearable, and the stink. like to the point where I'm actually like I I need to sit down. Like yeah. I can't even continue moving on the sidewalk. I need to hydrate and stop moving. Greg, Greg, our buddy, uh, uh, he put it into some kind of con- like. Yeah, you probably he smell, but so do they. But the thing is, you're <laughs> yes, you're of a you different ethnicity, different. and you your diet is radically different than theirs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you smell in a completely weird, different way. Yeah. So everybody sort of smells. Well, well I also thought about that because I'm like, I don't want to pigeonhole other people to get me off the off the hook, but mm-hmm. you say, oh, Westerners, the the smelly Western gaijin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stereotype thing. But it's also like, uh. I two times I've been to Europe and the European yeah. tourists that I see and not mm. all obviously it's not going to pigeonhole everybody but the propensity for BO seems to go up yeah. immensely if they're from some European country the propensity the tolerance well, yeah in Disney in the Disney theme parks I had noticed oh, don't that get as me well. started yeah, yeah. But, well <laughs> that when we were in when we were shopping it was like one white guy on the escalator and I can smell him from six steps away. Did, oh, was it Nakihabara? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got that. Like, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. Finally, I'm, I'm the smelly guy. And then yeah. it's it's away and then I saw that guy again. Like, oh, it's him. Yeah. It's him. And I was so, it took like I 20 minutes. I didn't really smell the BO of Japanese people too much until it it was on the train when when I, the first time ever I was on the train that wouldn't stop filling out the clown car yeah, type yeah, thing yeah. where it was just 
Well, this is a full train. Obviously, these people standing here are just going to have to wait for the... Nope. No, what? no please stop. <laughs> no. Ah. And you're just getting shoved and put... Like, and they were doing this to an old man. It's weird. no fucking care It's just weird. It's like super respectful, super polite, so many like social niceties built into the language. And the door opens to the train, and it's hell on earth. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I'm it, getting it, on this train. And the door, the door closed like a guy had to come out and assist people in closing the door because they were pushed up against it. And there's one guy with like his whole body, like with like his palm on <laughs> Titanic know, on just, the window. Yeah, but he's like, they're like leaving, and then there was a woman right next to him, totally nonchalant, just tits pushed up against the window like Midnight Express <laughs> because she's pushed up that closely. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I, was, I wanted to go put my hand on the window and the guy's hand and then put two hands. <laughs> and when I was that close, I could smell like, yeah, you got a lot of you aren't wearing deodorant either I or could, you sweated through it just like me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing is, I could, when it got that crowded because there, there were some times in transit. It didn't happen all the time. No, no, it, it wasn't was, all the time. No. But there's just rush hour peaks at 9 and 5 where it's yeah. like, well, yeah, all of Tokyo is shifting in a giant circle to go, uh-huh. go home. So it's going to be crowded, but it's like I can feel our liquids mixing because I'm sweating profusely and you are sweating profusely, and we are not just touching because we're mashed. We're like Connected? compressed together. Yeah, like we're a level of intimacy. I was not we're, ready we're not, for. It's not just shoulder to shoulder. We've been tucked in together, mm-hmm. and I can feel your back sweat on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And just like, and now you can feel my shoulder sweat on your back, and it's like. Though this, I was, this is horrible. Uh, my other problem with smelling bad was that uh, <laughs> was that I brought my American deodorant with me, and I thought it had a full stick, but it was really like half a stick, and I was done. I was there for fourteen days. I was out day eight, and so I had to buy Japanese deodorant and. Or oh, the deodorant in Japan. Antiperspirant it's, for ten dollars. Well, it was fucking. I didn't buy it. So I asked someone to pick me up deodorant, and they bought fucking Axe, which I would never buy. <laughs> Axe aerosol too. I hate yeah. aerosol. Axe? Somebody must have not. That person must not have liked you. So anyway, I had that, and it just didn't do shit. And then like, and then the, like four days into it, another guy in there was like, "No, just you need to bring your own deodorant. Japanese deodorant can't take American sweat. <laughs> you need to. You have to just bring your own." No, thank and, you, Old Spice Classic. High and then yeah. by the and then so the last day when I was at my smelliest was, <laughs> was uh, so I took a shower first thing on my last day there. I walked around like I had like six hours to kill before I had to take the bullet train back to Tokyo. But so then I walked around, sweated the normal amount, which is kind of a lot. <laughs> I put on one last coat of deodorant. They got on the Shinkansen, the bullet train. <laughs> Fell asleep on there, started sweating there. In your sleep. Yeah, I sweat in my sleep. Well, no, when I, if I have like, if I take wait, let me, it's just like the hobo program you went on. When I take a nap, when I take a when I take kind of a fevered nap, I sweat some, and so I sweat there. Then I get to my plane. I am carrying this heavy ass luggage, so I'm sweating from that. I get to my plane. I'm already smelling bad at this point. <laughs> then when I fall asleep on the plane, I'm sweating when I fall asleep because I'm not comfortable. Like, my body doesn't want to sleep. Right. And then I'm also, like, keeping my arms very close together because I don't want to touch the people in the seats next to me. And I wake up, I'm like, I smell awful. Like, I smell so fucking bad. 
oh my god and then i like when i'm on the bart train in america i feel even more embarrassed i'm like god i should smell better in america at least i don't even have this excuse like the thing that got me the the most is like when you'd be out sweating all that much and like we we did vacation the first few days so our hotel room there was this very tiny hotel room. i think you had stayed there before yeah yeah so super tiny room uh, in general, the rooms are small. In general, the rooms were pretty small, but like this room was was really small, and like like a room for the bed, and then you stand up and you one more take a single step, to single the step, and I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> and I can take two steps to the left, and I'm at the door. Mm-hmm. So very very small rooms, um, but that room, and what I found was what happened with a lot of other rooms. It was like it's it's not air conditioned enough. Yeah, that, like, it, it was it's never. Still, like, and there's still just times when I'm inside and I'm like, I'm still clammy. And yeah. then, like when I would get in a place where I, when we got in the second hotel, I just blasted the air the whole time. I'm like, this, I cannot keep doing this. Fuck the environment. Like, yeah, I'm normally I whatever. I, I never turn on the air anywhere I'm at. Anywhere. I well, say, I say, I tell people I don't know how to use an air conditioner. I'm just so used to it. having no air. Ca- like mm. it, when I moved to San Francisco, I was like, no, I, I couldn't believe places yeah, no didn't air have air conditioning. Oh, where we're where we're formerly from. It's a necessity. You can't exist you can't in exist Florida there. without air conditioning. But the thing is, like, I would come in with all that sweat, and then in the moment I touched my cold hotel room in the second one, I could you would just feel this cold layer of yeah. body sweat. Yes. That's just like, and now you feel absolutely disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And like, I've not taken a bath in like ten years. <laughs> yeah. You, you, <laughs> and uh, we, the first thing we did Saturday morning. All right, let's wake up and go. Man, it sure is hot last night. God damn. And then wake up. Well, at least our air conditioner cooled off the room. Yeah. That's nice. It's not as hot. Let's go out. We'll get up at, we got up at like 5.30 in the morning because of the jet lag and mm. like went down to the fish markets to go get really fresh sushi right out of the old, right out of the old ocean. Yep. And come back. Like all we did was that and then we met you that, that afternoon for lunch uh, mm-hmm. at the curry place where I got curry all over my Anamana Gucci shirt. Yeah. Ruined it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I wanted that shirt when Brett bought it and like, great, now I can never own that shirt. Uh, and now he ruined it. Oh. And it can be. It mine might now. not be rude. Uh, I watched it twice, so we'll see. Mm. We'll see. It's over. Uh, anyway, that day, but, uh, but like, I remember you compared the heat that day to Mass Effect Three or the Mass Effect. Oh, uh, we, we were talking yeah. about like when we were walking around Odaiba, where it was just a wasteland. There's uh-huh. nothing out there anymore. There's allegedly still a Gundam out there somewhere. I didn't see it. Was that the big, the life size one? Yeah, and there's a Statue of Liberty that I saw. That's like one quarter the size of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, and it's pretty shitty now. There's supposed Thanks, to be a bunch of stuff out there, but it was just complete dead zone. Nothing open till eleven, and we got because we're because we're up at like five to go to that fish market, and then we took mm-hmm. a train back to Odaiba, and it's like nine in the morning on Saturday, and nothing's open till yeah. eleven. And we're walking, and yeah, it's like anywhere in the direct sunlight, there's a level in Mass Effect 2 where it's like the sun is like blast your shields immediately if you stand in it, Mm -hmm. and then you immediately start taking damage, and then you have to get back in the shade. Literally, my shields were breaking. (laughs) Uh, Like, you step in the sun, and it's like, I'm scalding hot, and I'm now, like, I'm I'm drenched in sweat. It's Mm -hmm. somehow magnifying the sun before it hits my skin. But... You ch- I, I, you chastised me once. I was super embarrassed, like so hot. I get in there. I just get in my hotel room and I strip everything naked because I, yeah, I brought two pairs of jeans. I'll be there five days. Yep, that's half as long as I normally wear my pants. And, I like, had they to were do laundry afterwards. Yeah. I had to do laundry. So I took I took that off and I'm naked. And then like you and fucking Greg come to the room and I'm like I have to like. Come on, like I put something over my dick and like I look. Sorry, just took all my clothes off. It's too sweaty and you're like. Ugh, you laid in your bed like that? I just 
I took a bath after I got back. Yeah, I so had you, to. Yeah, I yeah laying in your bed after that's just the worst. Oh, I, I was embarrassed a... that I like took off all my clothes. Like I thought nobody else was doing that. Like you did it. Oh. You, did, you got naked the wrong way. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I. So we come back from doing all that heat, and it's like we're going to meet Henry in two hours. We're going to have to take a train. I'm like, impossible. <laughs> the first thing I'm doing is getting in this hilariously sized tub and putting my <laughs> yes. heels up on the top of it. And did I'm, you look like an old hillbilly, like in a wash tub? Yes, like your knees. It is, like right it is pretty much it was, most it, hotel. Bathtubs, if they it had them, was, like it that. was adorable. <laughs> but what was, but what's cool about them is, even though they're shorter, they're deeper. Ooh, so, is, so I cool. filled it up like to my neck, and I'm just sitting in this tub, and I'm like, I, I prop my heels up on the front of the tub because it's that short, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, airing out all the taints and all this, like just, just, just water everywhere, and like not a shower. I'm just, and like I don't take baths. I don't like sitting in this water and whatever. But it's like I'm just gonna soak. It's, that did remind me. And it me, felt so cleansing, and at a level that I can't describe. That deeper bathtub, the toilet in our uh, Tokyo hotel room, gave not a fuck about water <laughs> conservation. Yeah. I wanted to record it just so you could hear what is this toilet doing for four minutes with that much water? Yeah, you sit down and it knows you sat down. It knows you sit down, so it flushes once, so and it's well, a it, deep starts, bath- it starts filling up with more water. Okay, and then you have a choice of bidet or. Butt spray. I love the I two love the, separate so settings, <laughs> and the butt just looks like the number three with the spray. Yeah, yeah with the spray going right in the three. Yeah, it looks like something. It looks like something Lizzie would send me on AIM. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm gonna try one of this. Bam! Right in the right in the kiss. Oh, you did try it. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were. You we should try it. it. I meant to because I, I had was one scared. In, I had one installed in our house because I'm like, dude, this will save so much toilet paper if I just wash my ass off. It's great. <laughs> it's also, it also feels you feel so it, much fresher. You have to towel it off afterwards? Yeah, you use a little bit of toilet paper to dab yourself down. Oh, that sounds like a disaster. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't get caught in there and you get even you gotta do worse a, dingleberries? I don't, know, I don't know what's going on in your butt. But. Uh, well, a lot of shrubbery, a lot of foliage. <laughs> well, okay, then you first got to clean that up for All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have to uh, spackle the canyon? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do uh, that first. Uh, uh, that, but that, yeah, the toilet, it flushed for like four minutes and like it was from, you know, I don't realize sometimes how fucking green hippy dippy San Francisco's probably turned me, but it, it's like I wanted to complain about the toilet. Like, why is it still doing things? And why, <laughs> that's a lot of water to push through. The to- All I did was piss. Yeah. I'm not flushing my piss anymore. Fine. You know what? I barely. Well, like your hotel room, it doesn't matter how small it is anyway. Because no, that's why if I you're was doing fine Tokyo, with this. right? Like yeah. it just needs to be a bed. Like yeah. you just need I a actually, place to collapse. Yeah, and, I liked our. I liked our really tiny room. It was great. Yeah. The it, I didn't I barely watched any Japanese TV really only because my yeah. roommate at one of the room like I shared a room for a couple of days and it was like well, we uh, turn on Japanese TV I want to see it once like fine here look variety show variety show yeah. QVC variety show for a, yeah. for a, a nation that has innovated so very much in terms of our interactive entertainment their TV formulas haven't changed in 50 years. It was, it's the it exact was, same variety it was show. All variety shows. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. the one, and then and then I turn on. Oh, great! Not a good. It's Gotcha Man. Gotcha Man. Yeah. But even that, like, that's an old fucking. Sh- that's a 30 year old show. Yeah. Well, I had been told. Uh, Reese, I, I have a cousin who lives there. Who she is a. Uh, she is half Chinese. She is. Uh, she's a cosplayer. She and she's a lesbian, so she got a lot going on. Wow, man! You should, the disappointment that just occurred in my brain. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. She's not for you. Yeah. But uh, anyway, she was telling me about like I asked her, well, why isn't anime on regular TV all that much? And she said that there was some politician in Japan who 
who like said that all that anime was bad for kids and that no anime could be shown before some period at night, let's say nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so since they all had to be put at that late of an hour, which is the adult hour, then all the anime, apparently most animes being produced just figured, well, if we're going to be censored at this point anyway, let's just make it as porny as we can. Like we're at the porn hour anyway. So let's just fill it with nudity and make it all mm. sex. Like, then that made a lot of sense because I've, I've complained on this show before that I used to be big into anime, but most of the popular series now, as we noticed walking around, they're just all about, they're just like, they always, all anime like had some sort of sexual edge and they, yeah, had, they were about hot girls or they at least had hot girls in them who were sometimes naked, but like. They're just all about sex and nudity now. It's just ugh. Well, that's why like, we're trying to buy toys and just you know walk around. Yeah. Amazing toy shops like Yellow Submarine. I think yeah, like Yellow Submarine was our big and Kotobukiya had yeah, a yeah. great one. There's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, it's the stereotype of itself is a bunch of fucking American dudes going to Akihabara. So, yeah. yeah, but it really is pretty. It's it's, it's like a Vegas. Stereotype. It's like Vegas. You can go like for, if you're a nerd and yeah. it's Vegas. It's like yeah. Vegas in a like. Like, sped up a hundred times, where it's like, I can do two and a half days of Vegas, then I gotta leave. Yeah. But I'll love it. Akihabara I can do for like two and a half hours, and mm-hmm. then I gotta get out of there. Yeah. And I don't want to go back for a year or more. But you'd be walking like, oh, cool, Dragon Ball figure. Oh, neat. Oh, well, some weird Marvel thing I didn't see in the U.S. I, you know, that's that's interesting to me. And, oh, look, this anime, I totally forgot I watched that as a kid. And right next to that, it's a tentacle monster, and he's got a girl on each tentacle, and they're all, like, wide <laughs> open. And I'm like, why is why is this right here? Yeah. And Here's a good with like, in most cases they'd have a tiny, tiny sticker over just like saw. okay. Yeah. I saw some that would have like a tiny sticker over the nipples and the exact point where a <laughs> vagina began. But no, not, we, not, a, what was the, not all of them. The I agree. One, not all of them. Submarine. Yeah, the five it, or six story one. Yeah, it was just like it's Dragon Ball. Here's a little bit of Disney, and then boom, just stark. What they did is all the characters who were bent over into the. I want to say camera, but it's clearly meant for to be looked at from that angle. Yes. Those were turned around so that the buffalo shot wasn't fully visible. <laughs> but yeah, there was a when we were, in, were when I went there. With, I'm about uh, to open up a random blind buy Disney ball. Oh, you're you saving Seven Elevens. I just I haven't, I haven't you really had a shit. problem uh, opening that in Japan. The other one you can remember that. Yes. What did I do? You. I had to open it for you with my oh, okay. teeth. Well, now you've got a knife, so yeah. hopefully... Uh... That's a knife. <laughs> but, well, uh, I Oh, I was going to say Yellow Submarine 2. We had... This is. this is Walt Disney thing. Go ahead, Henry. A Yellow Submarine, like, I found a bunch of, like, uh, fighting game Ooh. figures. Yeah. And, like, I told you about them. You're like, what? I didn't see them. I'm like, well, they're next to all the porn ones. You have yeah. to just look a little lower. And like, I totally, you totally skipped that area because yeah. it grossed you out. Because I, well, I ran, I ran to the corner and I'm like, it's a Steamboat Willie statue, that's, everybody. Available that's a great. I love that. I can't fucking believe this. That's pretty cool. That is the Seven Eleven, by the way, which has some weird like the Seven Eleven like Robocop just... parody form of dominance over Japan. They also <laughs> run the banks. Yes, they There's have the banks. Seven Eleven and Holdings. Seven Eleven Bank. I use that for logo. ATM. It, but it's the same logo. It just says Seven and Holdings. And Holdings. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's incredibly bizarre. It's like Bill and Ted going to the future and the Circle K logo being <laughs> over the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is strange. Well, just convenience stores in general, like are just now the Seven Elevens in Japan are pretty nice. Yeah, well, it's Seven Eleven, Daily Yamazaki, Lawson's, Family Mart. 
AM PM all over. AM PM. I I didn't see an AM. No, PM that was mostly in Osaka, I guess. How are we on time? Uh, we were at thirty-one minutes. We should take a break. Go for it. We should take a break. A when break we get back, heavy. here's what I want to talk about. Super um, potato. Super potato. I want to talk about everything we got, um, and I want to talk about probably. I'll try and be as brief as possible about Tokyo Disney and just wrap up whatever. Not Tokyo Disney. Disney Sea. Our trip to the most expensive theme park in the world. <laughs> it's. It was incredible, so BRB, stay right there. Yeah, I know we're late, but we're here, right? Thanks, guys. Thanks for waiting for a new episode of Laser Time. Again, sorry it took so long. Travel, work, business, it's been really difficult to pull up episodes lately, but we're going to keep trying for the meantime. Hey, I think, did we hit a year? Is this our year anniversary? What a way to celebrate, um, with no fanfare whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> not, not, that's not true, because we also, because we have a website, lasertimepodcast.com, where you can go there and check out articles. Uh, we posted some comic book reviews uh, this week. I wanted to, everybody check those out who's in the comics and see what you think of those. Um, thank you very much, John. Um, Poison Popcorn. Gamer Girl Talk had an article up on The Church, another grotesque, obscure little movie, gotta love that. Uh, Creative Assassins, Ladies Night with Kuros, the filthy, filthy pixel comic starring the hero from Wizards and Warriors. Uh, but yeah, you can also buy Amazon stuff through there. It doesn't cost you anything, you don't have to buy anything we link to, they're just suggestions, but you go into the store through those links and buy whatever you want. It gives us a tiny little commission, it's a free, easy Way to support Laser Time by buying by buying exactly what you want, anything you want through the world's leading retailer at the cheapest possible price. Come on, and I swear we'll get back to giving away twenty dollars gift certificates as soon as some time frees up. But that said, we also have a PayPal donation thing, which you know, in the meantime, we don't really have any sponsors. It really helps us keep going. Um, want to thank Matthew Richter, Jason Lockheed, Michael Jones, Brian Crawford. You are all heroes for your donations. Even Taylor W, whose contribution. Uh, after Canadian conversion comes to $1.34. Not complaining, just just thought it was funny. Um, thank you very much for donating through our PayPal. You should review us on iTunes, share us on your Facebooks, check in on your Get Glues, follow us on Twitter. You can find all those links on the page, lasertimepodcast.com. We'd really appreciate it because we can't get the word out there without you. We don't get the word out and grow. It's depressing, but uh, yeah, enjoy Laser Time. We should be back in the coming weeks with with more sound effect heavy nostalgia happy episodes but I thought look these assholes have been talking about going to Japan for years and I've never been so I finally got to have some wacky tales from the Orient thank you very much I hope you like this somewhat self-serving but funny episode and we'll be back for more soon hopefully it's a time second segment That Yellow Magic Orchestra. Yes, uh, the conversion rate, Henry. Brett was there to see most of it, but I got an app. I had a work phone that I didn't have an iTunes account on, so I couldn't buy anything. So I got a free conversion app. Right. And I did it once, and Carolyn's like, what the? That's not right. (laughs) It's a conversion app, Carolyn. I think it knows what it's talking about. 
Let me see it. Like it says right there, it was it hasn't been updated since 2011. So I'm like, <laughs> and the so American what? economy has gotten well, much I, worse. I thought it got really bad, like in 09. Uh-huh. I'm like, if something that drastic could have happened since 2011. So I, this is actually what I said in my head. What is it? Three thousand yen. Three thousand. Like you think that's thirty bucks? Yes. So I just operate on that assumption. And holy shit, did that add up? That in- <laughs> and we kept telling you, Chris, it's not how it works. It is. It is. It's it fine. Is, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried no, about Chris, it. It's not. No, shut up. My bank account says I have like a thousand yen left <laughs> in it. So according to this receipt, so I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it, it was. I have not done the zero bank account <clears throat> bank account thing uh-huh. in a long time. In a long time. Hey, your overdraft protection has kicked in. Has it really? <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, That's why, like, I took out an obscene amount of cash before I went, and just I should have. I should have done that. I right? last year I limited myself only to cash, but this year I didn't. I should we? Is this recording? Yeah, it's recording. All right. Last year I limited myself to only cash, but this year I was, I started noticing more. Oh, this place takes credit card. Yeah. I'll just use my debit card there then. Your debit card in Japan, you maniac. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then I you know, and then I looked up the transaction fees yeah, that my like, bank well, was charging. Well, for my bank, the foreign transaction fees bad. weren't that bad. It was pretty bad for well, I'm me. I'm guessing you had B of A and they fucked yeah, you up and the ass. Yes. They're the Bank of America. Something, taking something out of the bank had like a transaction fee for Japan, a foreign transaction fee for Japan, a transaction fee for Bank of America, and then a foreign transaction fee for Bank of America. Like, it was astronomical, wow. the charges That's, that were going that through. That is insanity. It was, I, I can't even, I don't even know what it all is, and I can't be positive about all that, but like, I, I'm pretty good with like, a mental budget, uh-huh. but again, the conversion was, yeah. like, was a, at least a quarter off on everything I bought. <laughs> like, remember, I went, we went in the Disney store. And I'm like, dude, the vinyl mations here are technically, technically a little cheaper than they are. In I remember when you said not, that, and I was like, I'm not going to get into this. Not by a long, <laughs> not by a long shot. And I bought like <laughs> seven. Not <laughs> nothing is cheaper in Japan. Than not by a long shot. Yeah, it's cheaper in Tokyo. What are the odds? And yeah. well, also in general, like things are just more exp- expensive in Japan. Like the, or at least like say video games. Like a cheap video game in Japan. Like when something becomes a. Uh, Greatest hits title, like a PSP game that just became a greatest hits title, twenty seven hundred yen. That is over thirty dollars. Like in America, like that's that's Mm. great. That's twenty dollars is the baseline for greatest hits in America. PSP, fuck. uh, I didn't see one Vita. I I saw saw one Vita TGS. I saw a ton of PSPs. I saw yeah. a good and, number of PSPs, but a lot of DS. The, yeah, the darling was the 3DS. And 3DS. Street, street Pass and out the ass. The Street Pass on New Super Mario Brothers 2, some people are asking me on Twitter. I'm tweeting out, like, ah, look at all these coins. Look at this shitty prize for a million coins, which I hit, Hank. Oh, good. Um, good. It's really shitty. Yep. Uh, and, and like, ah, how'd that happen? It's like, it's actually surprisingly easy with Street Passing, yes. which works exclusively in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. never once. I, I carry that thing on a train every day. Yeah. For how many miles, do you think? San Francisco is one of your best chances yeah, to, in no America one. to get a street And then pass. every day at Brett. Brett is the only person yeah, I street passed. Yeah. And, but and yeah, in Japan, you just put the 3DS in your pocket, and you have to actively clear it out. Mm-hmm. Like you have to actively... But that's... Yeah, the Mario game, you, the, there's a coin rush mode where someone sets a record in three random levels, and you can beat that record, get a ton of coins. And then it's like hop on the train just to go two stops, and oh, it's all full. I have all these new challenges, yeah. new unique challenges, mm-hmm. where I'll make a ton of coins. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get a million coins in that game. Though they're now... Make, yeah, that's... They're making DLC. Yeah, the DLC more coins. Uh, 
Yeah, with the 3DS, when uh, Brett, uh, Yumi, and Carolyn went to Inakiabri, went to Yadabashi Camera, yeah. Yodabashi Camera, the um, giant <clears throat> electronic store, the mega <laughs> super duper electronic store, and outside the big entrance to it, there's just a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, benches and stuff and people and there were dozens of people I would say over a hundred people yeah I think so this, this was a, a day off too this was a holiday. This was Saturday yeah Saturday so I'd so- say over a hundred people just street passing in silence really yeah, yeah. Or just mon- train well because there's the, well it's monster I think it was a monster a mix it's of monster a- Hunter, but also there's a new Dragon Quest 10 app yeah that uh, lets you share information and so yeah. it was just a lot of Monster people. Hunter, yeah. a lot of actually, even Resident Evil Revelations showed up a yeah, lot in my, in my feed. Times, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I went to because that has Street Pass missions, sort of stuff. And going we on just too. stood there like clearing out our plaza over and over again. And then, and then yeah. after 15 minutes, we're like, we really should we go should, somewhere we else. Should do anything yeah. else? Now that's like Carolyn had mentioned. I wish Carolyn was here, but uh, Carolyn had mentioned that like her her best fr- one of her high school friends like. Was who was born in Japan and lives that there now. Nuts. When yeah. we met her, like yeah, her her life story just sounds so interesting. But when Carolyn tried to like, w- she went there for Final Fantasy once and yeah. and like tried to tell like Final Fantasy, you know. And her friend was like, "No, Final Fantasy, I don't know." And then like finally, she was like, "Dragon Quest, Monster." And she's like, "I sort of heard of those." Well, like, she was like, "Oh, DQ." Like she knew yeah, that. Yeah, one. DQ, she knew that yeah. One. yeah, the Blizzard. But like, she doesn't play games whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But was still like, but then Monster Hunter knows that. Yeah, yeah that is the different. Yeah, just uh, talking about games in general, what it is kind of a different. They just like so many different things, and what's popular there is. I don't understand how so, so many different. things are played there. Yeah, I, what you mean their free time? Like, well, there's just free so many games it. that. Do require hundreds of hours that a ton of people are playing. It would seem. Well, so many of them are handheld. Yeah, like, and you're always at least in a yeah. major city. You're on a train. Yeah, you're on I a train so 30, often. Thirty-seven million people. In yeah, Tokyo. it's so fucking yeah, it's so fucking crazy in Tokyo. And um, but yeah, my like my cousin told me the the cosplayer that she said that like uh, like Kingdom Hearts is like nothing there. She said she really? said she said it is not popular. Like oh, I will get it. Or that not one. that popular. Her D- she she says she says Disney is one hundred percent popular there. But huh. Kingdom Hearts as a franchise, like you'll see some people cosplaying it, but she says it's way more popular, in her opinion, more popular in America than Japan. Strange. Yeah. Strange. I've uh, I, that, that Carolyn's friend story, that that was she was a White girl, a white girl, born American born in family. Japan, who moved to America when she was twelve, speaking not ver- not English, not very well at least. English is a second language, and I'm just trying to imagine how bizarre that is for like a teenager to go into a high school Ugh. who looks white Ugh. but has a Japanese accent. And I was like, that sounds excruciating. Yeah, but I just think of how uncomfortable I was in middle school just to have all that on yes. top of that. Yes. Like, ugh. And she's a trooper, but she was she was awesome. Okay, what did we buy in Akihabara? Akihabara Super Potato. Um, well, inside Akihabara is this place called oh, yeah. Super Potato that uh, is like fucking crazy. Two floors of uh, just every game that basically when you were <laughs> nine, the dream, what, when, you were, when you were nine, what you pictured Japan looking like, <laughs> yeah. just rows and rows of games and things on the wall and all every this. promotional kiosk you've ever seen yeah. for a Nintendo product is still living here. The Game Boy but thing all shoved is on into a small space, space. kind of small yeah. space, but like just an uncountable number of like, oh yeah, here's sealed Famicom games, whatever. Mm. 
And like, for not too much, not was, dozens not, of Famicom discs. Yeah. Although I didn't understand, I didn't even know which Mario game it was. It's like it's sealed. It's like uh, it's it's from twenty years ago. It's it's forty dollars, and then there's forty five of them <laughs> in a row. Like this is guys, it's rare or it isn't, and they're they're all sealed. <laughs> well, I, let me tell you something about Super Potato. I noticed. So I went to Osaka this year mm-hmm. and I went to their Akihabara Denden Town. And they Bend have a su- town. They have, uh, they have a, uh, they have a super potato there too. Oh yeah. And when I went to that one, which I didn't even know, like uh, it must have opened up kind of recently. Mm-hmm. And their super potato, the prices were just a little bit lower, I huh. think, because it was like not the famous Tokyo one, or maybe just prices in Tokyo are just a little like, higher than they are in Osaka. But yeah, that uh, that's where I. At uh, the Tokyo one, I didn't buy any games. I purchased a um, uh, plush Super Mario Tanuki, Tanuki Mario, uh, for 1,400 yen. And uh, then when I was at the Osaka one, I was looking for any type of Dragon... Like, I love Dragon Quest, even though... Like, I want it to be just something on a shelf that I'm never going to play. Like, I don't have the system to play it. And uh, then I finally found, like, a box copy of Dragon Quest V, my personal favorite Dragon Quest... And then when I pulled it out, like, wow, only 580 yen? Well, shit, I gotta get this. So, yeah. like, that that was the other, that was my other purchase. I bought a lot, I bought three, no, wait, four, four. Did you just buy soundtracks? I bought a lot no? of soundtracks, which is weird for me because, like, it's like, you have the music already? all that music is available online. And that's, yes. you know, in the early days of the internet, that's how you got it all. Because you didn't even know that there were soundtracks for it released legit in Japan. Mm-hmm. And even if you did, the way for me to get it in the middle of the Midwest is mm. not non-existent. So yeah. once the internet or is like high import fees, yeah, and I did import a couple of things. Like in high school, I imported like the Secret of Mana soundtrack. I imported the Final Fantasy IV soundtrack, um, and it cost a lot of money. Yeah, I did the same with anime. And like getting the Super Potato, it was it was hard because on one hand, the soundtracks are still extremely expensive because. Yeah, Out, outrageously expensive, I believe. Uh, well, some of them where I was like, "That's fair," and others where I'm like, "That's like over sixty dollars for like ten tracks." Or You'll never sell this. Or, or, was, do you remember the example of what that might have been? No, offhand. But like, I bought Bare Knuckle, which is Yuzo Koshiro Streets mm-hmm. of Rage, and the first one was like forty five dollars. Wow. For Streets of Rage two, separate disc is another fifty dollars, and I was like. I'm not. I was like, I want to buy all three, like legit, because like, yeah, I have the Streets of Rage music. I've had it since I was like 17. We hooked up a Genesis and recorded it, like, mm. and then MP3s came out, and then NSF files and MIDI, not MIDI files, but you know, just raw Genesis music. I forgot what the there's SPCs for Super Games and mm. NSFs for. I don't remember what the Genesis thing is. Anyway, way easier to get it than even when we were doing it in high school. But here's the actual CD, and that's what it was to me. Is like, here's an actual CD. That has prestige around it. Like, mm. it it's unheard of in the U.S. for that to happen. And here it is treated like an actual thing that matters. The mm. disc was printed. And that's a moment in time that's to- gone forever. So to me, like, when I saw Super Metroid soundtrack that was over $100, it's like, that's ridiculous. I've had that soundtrack since I was, like, mm. 16 or 17. Again, we hook up games to a stereo, recorded it, and mm. I have a direct feed version of everything that I owned as a kid on cassette tapes. And then when MP3s came out, we did it all over again on a computer. But, like, the idea that there is a Super Metroid soundtrack, <laughs> and it's legit, yeah. like, and 
That's that's like a, it's a it's an uh, it's an artifact. It's an heirloom. I, I be- it's a it's a true artifact for our having, generation. I, can, like, I see you having a conversation with like those vinyl guys. Like, yeah, well, this one this is a really rare import when yeah. out of print, and but it's the same thing. That's why those vinyls are covered. That's the only way album stores will still exist if yeah. they if they hold rare albums. Yeah, uh, I had the I had that feeling too. With like, um, there were like. Old Game and Watch games that I would have purchased, oh, yes. but they were like a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. I didn't even know about Snoopy. Nintendo making a <laughs> yeah, they Snoopy had a close game. relationship with the, the Snoopy franchise in the early eighties. So it was them and Popeye. Popeye, yeah. The, the Snoopy one, there was a Snoopy tennis one, and oh, they, it, looks, uh, oh, it looks so terrible. But the box is great. I, t- I took a picture of it. In general, I had a feeling when I was there of like, I wish I. I wish I could teleport me from a decade ago here because yeah, as I would have, have lost my mind. As much as I I love Japan, I wish I could have stayed. I wish I was still there right now. Yeah, but um, I, I was sated. I'm glad to be. Back. I wasn't. I was, but I didn't stay there as long as you guys did. I could have stayed a whole month easy, but I, I just I need to cram Doritos in my face and <laughs> pet my cat and. Well, I can have enough watch, Japanese curry. You made you made me want to invest in shorts. <laughs> yeah, I. First time I'd worn shorts in Dude, six I, don't, years. I don't know what it was. You look great. I, I think it's just it's I'm probably for shorts. The new, well, no, I think yeah. it's probably just the newest pair of clothing. <laughs> hey. I don't know how often do any of us buy jeans, sweetie. Yeah, we're not we're true. not clothes people. Yeah. Uh, wait. I, anyway, I would have liked to have teleported myself from ten years mm-hmm. ago there, just because that's when I was most into anime, yeah. most into Japanese video games and their soundtrack, especially Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, and and like I would pass by like. Uh, these soundtracks to this anime series. This way, I would have really thought this was awesome when I was 19. And that random store we walked in and it was blasting the Transformers theme song. Oh yeah, knocking from up the Broadway. Yeah, from yeah. the from the <laughs> the Transformers. Yeah, wow. and the it was like from the movie, and I was like, oh god, this is I'm in the right store and yeah. just walking around. Didn't buy anything because it was so. Stupid. Yeah, no, that's what made me sad. I went to multiple stores where it was like, these are awesome Transformers. Oh my god, look at this one. Two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, one hundred and fifty. Like I can never pay this. I yeah. would never pay that for a transformer ever. But uh, moving off of things we I, bought, I didn't get to say mine. Oh god! Is I I didn't I treated that like I'll never. I've never seen this before. Always want to see it, and I'll probably never see it again. I don't really imagine I'll be able to get myself to Japan for a long, long time. Uh-huh. I won't be able to break away from that long, afford a ticket, much less spend as much as I did in Akihabara. I bought sealed. Uh, Copies of Super Mario USA. Mm-hmm. Not probably. It's one of those things that you guys are big fans of all the Mario games, but I can be a big fan of Super Mario too. So <laughs> fuck you guys. All so right, getting out, anything. huh? Yeah, uh-huh. fuck you guys. It's the best Mario game. That's where I'm at right now. All right, um, we didn't challenge you, and anyway. it's such a lovely pink box and pink cartridge. Yeah, I do like the pink plastic on it. And uh, I bought a, a no, it was a blue Donald Duck by Chemco, but then I had to make the the Sophie's choice between the sealed. Chippendales Rescue Rangers 2 and DuckTales Duck 2. Tales 2. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, it's still, it still breaks my fucking heart. I bought the DuckTales one, which was more expensive. Mm-hmm. But like the Chippendales 2 one, like I've never seen that art. Yeah. I've never seen the art on the side. <laughs> and like they're not making any more new Chippendales Rescue Rangers art. Yeah. Ever. Well, that's just the nice thing that the Japanese, like, uh, players uh, as a whole take better took better care of their stuff. So yeah, when they so. traded in their games, they weren't beat to shit, and they still had their instruction. Yeah, and remarkable, everything kept remarkably well. When it's like I go to a pawn shop in the U.S. where I would buy so many NES and Super NES games, mm-hmm. it's like 
did, was there a contest to dirty these mm-hmm. things up as much as possible? <laughs> it smells like smoke. Then. Like there's like I found like we would clean these things and like there was like one of my friends would like crack open ones like there's a cockroach inside your cartridge. Like how how? Wow. Uh, did, uh, did you open it to put the dead cockroach in it and then seal it again? <laughs> I wanted to tell Henry the grossest thing that I had has ever happened to me today and see if it skews you out. <laughs> right. Uh, in the airport today? Oh, God. I mean, it's really... You it's were not nice that... Not to dwell, but the whole time, if you, I was walking like, ah! ah yeah. I gotta get it out of my mouth. Yeah. I, went, I was at the hotel. I bought a, I bought a coffee uh-huh. um, in a, just in a plain white thing. It's hotel coffee. This is in L.A. In L.A. And then I dreamt big coffee, going to the airport, checking in. Um, had a cigarette through the coffee. Yeah, we go check in, uh, check in my flights. The, the, it's taking way too long to check into our flights. Those auto check kiosks. Uh, auto check kiosks, and uh-huh. you know you're stressed out and stuff. I finally, get it, and I just a cup of coffee on top of the thing. I pick it up and drink it. This is cold, and I threw my coffee out. And he just, I he just... threw my coffee out several minutes ago. I just drank oh. coffee from the oh. middle of nowhere, and like the whole, for like. The next three hours, like, I, but I just saw that Seinfeld episode where that he's dating that girl from Sex and the City, and he drops her toilet in the toothbrush, her toothbrush yeah. in the toilet, <laughs> the toilet, toothbrush in the toilet, and can't uh. talk to her. And that's I've never <laughs> felt that skeeved. Where like I'll never get clean. This, uh, I'll never live never this down. This sucks. This sucks. And the thing is, I watched it happen and didn't even think of it either. But you're like, that's not my coffee. That's not my coffee. <laughs> it's cold. Oh, it's oh. me. Just somebody else left some coffee on top of the kiosk, and just your natural reaction is to go, well, I need to drink that. Grossest thing that happened to me. Uh, but uh, moving on from commercial things we did. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Can we talk about food? Hang on. Just a second, brah. All right. Uh, one of my favorite things I did was get to go to the Ghibli Museum. Oh yeah! You uh, take asshole. take a train out and Oof. go to the uh, Studio Ghibli. So all the way on Mitaka. Uh, uh, yeah. Not in Tokyo. It is still Tokyo. 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 As said by the robot on the train. I love her so much. It's I want to marry that robot. Really I love good. the way she said Tokyo. And you get to connect from Ikebukuro. The doors will open on the left That's side. the other thing really quick. Well, this actually ties into my Ghibli story. Uh, as a tourist, you can get by on the yeah. English really mm-hmm. well because that's such an accommodating city for English. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, if you didn't speak any Japanese, much like when I was in Germany, an alarming number of people know enough English that they can be like, I'll help you, you idiot, <laughs> you xenophobic moron who only knows one language. <laughs> and like when we were on our way to go to the Ghibli Museum, we got on a train and just this train stopped, doors open, you expect people to get on and the train mm-hmm. to keep going. It didn't go. And we are just sitting there for a long time. And there's like only one other Japanese lady on this train, and that's this old, old, old lady. <laughs> and I realized, I suddenly all of a sudden realized, wait a minute, we're sitting still... Nothing's moving. No one's on this train but me, Carolyn, and this old woman. And she mm-hmm. slowly gets up and hobbles over to us. And she's just like, where are you going? And I'm like, what? It's like, this is the end of the line. Like, And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, this old woman who's like 80 <laughs> uh-huh. no, is conversing with me in perfect English. And I am shamed in the fact that <laughs> I am young and spry and can't even like... Mm. pretend to talk in her language and I was like this is it was just a great example of like super accommodating city and she was like oh no you need to get off and transfer this is the end of the line you need to get on this other train and we're like oh well thanks we would have <laughs> literally gone backwards um, yeah but anyway that, yeah I uh yeah that happened to me a couple times on the train too where like 
It is so accommodating to English. Like every, at least the train stations, every sign is like Japanese and English underneath yeah. it. Uh, like it's you, it's very easy to find your way if you know what station you want to go to. Though, and and they have English and Japanese like voice automated voice. Yeah. Though that happened to me on a train too, where I got on it and I thought, well, this one's going to. I forget what station it was. This isn't going to the station. And then it stops at Osaki Station. And I realized, like, there was this dude just talking, like the conductor talking. And I had no clue what he was saying. And then everybody got off the train. And I was just sitting there like, <laughs> oh, this is this is the last stop for this one. Okay. Walk off. I hope another <laughs> one comes. But so uh. we get on the train and go to the Ghibli Museum mm-hmm. and a hot, humid walk to the there. But as soon as you like enter these gates, it's like mm-hmm. like this Totoro statue <laughs> greets you in a ticket booth. Mm-hmm. So and, beautiful. And then it just looks like this magic castle. And it's not like ornate and garish like a Disneyland thing. It's mm-hmm. like just this very respectable, very pretty building with a lot of green ivy and grass growing all over yeah. it. And then you walk in and it's like these gorgeous stained glass windows. That like well, just even the even when it wasn't stained like glass, Kiki's like it delivery was, service it was original glass. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it was just beautiful. Yeah, every stained glass window was like of a different tableau from the film yeah. from one of his films. Just the from the outside, it looks like this is a building he could have drawn, brought to life. Like yeah. it is so very specifically made in Miyazaki style. Like giant you, windows and kudzu. Kind of, yeah, and just it was supposed to look... And I think that's also why it's outside of Tokyo proper, like it's a little bit out of the way, is because it lets it be the kind of like... A lot of the times in his movies, there's like... People exist in these small towns that are kind... Like, I guess suburban is the way to put it, like where there's still some wilderness to walk around in, but there are houses and and people live there, you know? Uh, Yeah, I had... I loved on the top the... Oh, oh! The one thing I was surprised by was like, it's like no pictures anywhere. Yeah, you can't no, take any photos. This, like, in in their in the English language program, they make it very clear that like, we want this to be a trip for your memories and for you experience it with your eyes and ears. It can exist in your mind, but don't take pictures. Let other people experience it. I was like, wow, what a strange. Yeah. But that that speaks to the heart of this this whole thing, though. It's like unlike Disneyland, it's it's like the opposite end of the spectrum. It's no, we're not here for rides. Mm-hmm. Or buying a lot of shit. This is like come appreciate animation, yeah. and like there's like a whole floor that's like here's Art a fake animation. animation workshop where like here's all the cells and you can move them up and down. Here's a film strip that you can crank and turn and watch it. Here's how a bunch of statues when moved very quickly and then fl- shot. <laughs> that with was a- amazing. Oh, that was, that. That was incredible. Things. See the cat bus. There's like a hundred little cat bus statues, and then this machine just starts yeah. spinning. And there's, there's, well, uh, there's a Toy Story one in both Disney parks that's right. also super cool. Mm-hmm. When the light flickers, it, oh, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like. I also love how on the on the top floor they had the they had the little playground cat bus, yeah. but it's like only children. Yeah, can't, I, don't. Felt, I felt weird being yeah. in there because I'm like, I want to look at the cat bus, but I'm literally look like I'm like smiling at a bunch of little kids. Like, yeah. watch one of those movies tonight. And it's then on the good. and then on the top floor where you can take pictures. Yeah, on the roof, you can take on the pictures. roof. Oh. You can take pictures of you with the giant ro- uh, recreation of the giant robot from Laputa Castle in the Sky. It's really uh, cool. Uh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, did, did they have any Rankin Bass or Rudolph shit there? No, uh, I didn't. Uh, they didn't. Re- they didn't recognize the Lupin films. That, really? Like, technically, Ghibli did Lupin. Yeah, they don't own them. It was only. 
It started in Natsuko was as early ago. There was also the you must have gone to the theater too. Like yeah, the, watched uh, the short. They have exclusive shorts they show there that they oh. don't release or don't normally release. Like, and it's really? it's the theater. You go into this theater and like it seats about sixty yeah. people, and then like the like the windows just cover up in like kind of like. Um, the way in like the kind of mechanized old timey way that yeah. it would be in a Miyazaki film because it's like illuminated by sunlight and then all of a sudden the yeah. the things just go up and now you're in the dark. Yeah, and then the movie played and it wasn't subtitled. It was, but yeah. it was for chill. It was a it was a more childish movie. So yeah. like you could follow the few phrases I'd learned. I could follow a couple of those, and then the rest was like the, that's the great thing about Ghibli films in general is that they. They're about the human condition and are so recognizable, and the characters show their emotions so well that you don't have to know what yeah, they're the saying. Yeah, the one I saw, like it was for kids, but I could tell what, what was, was the one with the whale. Right? It was the whale? Yeah, 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 that's the same one I saw too. Yeah, Fuck you guys. I'm sorry. Tell well, us they, about Disney Sea. Yeah. Well, I wanted to thank thank you for. I didn't think we were going to go. It was the last so, day. The whole had, last day we spent there was pretty magical. It was, but it was the last day. But it was <laughs> also said, like we had work to do. You had work to do, and it was like. 12 o'clock we're gonna take a train and get to disneyland at one and then we have to be back for dinner at seven so we're gonna go for f- and then i'm like i'm just gonna be the nicest person i'm a real nazi when it comes to to <laughs> disneyland i uh-huh. have two girlfriends who met in one space and it was just amazing to see oh yeah you're a real fucking prick when you go into disneyland like, <laughs> we're gonna do this and this and we're gonna we're gonna be nice and have fun and because uh, I I know everything that's there and I know what order we need to see stuff in and when you're allowed to pee and when you're allowed to eat and uh, so I tried, I tried to totally relax and it, and it completely worked and it didn't we didn't really have to do uh, I didn't have to regiment anything because we couldn't have done anything even if we wanted to yeah. the Japanese don't seem to have a problem with lines and uh, crowded spaces every single thing there even I'm sorry I think Toy Story Mania is pretty shitty. <laughs> it's a it's a game you play. It's a it's a television screen you roll yeah, ball around yeah, yeah, that yeah, gives you fan. points at the end that doesn't have Tom Hanks' voice in it. The, <laughs> how long do you think the the line was for that ride? I think he told me, so I don't want to guess. Three hundred and ten minutes. Whoa, three hundred and ten minutes. Wow. I get, actually, I thought it was they two, have in the two hundred. Oh wait, no, no, it was two hundred ten. Okay, it's two. it was it was three hours over, over three hours. Three hours. Over three hours. They have storage lockers at individual rides to put your shit down. <sighs> Because you'll be there forever. So, how many rides do you think we rode in Disney? This is Disney Sea. Yeah, which is you did. You had the choice between. Why did you pick Disney Sea over Disney? Because it's Tokyo Disney. I never. I really never thought I'd be in Tokyo. So I, I know a lot about the parks. I've been stocking all the parks forever. Uh-huh. And like, yes, like Jap- Japan loves Disney. Dis- Tokyo Disneyland. Well, one, it's it's the only Disney park not owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. It's a license. Wow. Because um, and in that respect. I'm sure there's Imagineers involved, uh-huh. but they're not really Disney's. So Tokyo Disneyland is a very, very much a carbon copy of Disneyland. Oh, I've I seen see. and done all that shit. I mean, well, I'm sure Disney it looks C different. Is... Disney Sea is the most expensive theme park ever built, and you have never, ever seen anything like it. Wow. It was and pretty like, nuts. Right when we I'm walk not a in, Disney fan or even a big theme park fan, and I just wanted to go to see it. And you open up in what? It's like a fucking Spanish-European harbor with yeah. pirate ships, in, like giant. <laughs> and you go right to the right, and you're, middle, you're in the middle of the mysterious island, Captain Nemo's home base, in the middle of a hollowed-out volcano with wow. steampunk not, like, Nautilus. Why did I want to say Nazi? I don't know. I don't know. But like a full-size Nautilus in the water, 
It all just looks straight up Bioshock. Like it's nuts. It was crazy. It's huge. Wow. And then you walk right out of there. It's a it's a forced perspective life size recreation of Ariel's castle. And you cross a bridge and you're an Agrabah, like a very wow. very realistic Agrabah. Wow. And then you cross the bridge over there, and then you're at Indiana Jones ride, and it was it was incredible. I, I, so what ride did you go? We went on. on thank you guys for. We waited for it, it, wow. It, it was an hour and a half at least. An hour and a half for Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, which they've been ripped out of all the other parks and they're super boring. <laughs> and this is like a brand new Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea something. I have no idea why the Japanese seem to love the stuff that I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was it was it was pretty great. What would you? We were in this little vessel that gave you that curved the windows to give you the illusion that you're underwater. So you're not in the Nautilus. You're in these little submersible vessels, like uh-huh. straight up bathysphere, Bioshock style. Oh wow! Yeah and. Yeah, it's a dark ride, but you're like suspended from the air, makes it look like you're floating, a squid attacks you, you kill him with electric shocks, you go visit Atlantis, see an undersea race of creatures. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, I don't it, the I love those dark rides because they're great little, I don't know, what would you call them? Not dioramas. Yeah. And because the only other thing we could go on, we, I, we wanted to go in Indiana Jones, which is called Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh. It came out years before the movie. Oh. That's uh, odd. It, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull line three hours yes. we walk by in Agrabah Sinbad Sinbad storybook adventure or whatever it was and <laughs> no had, line no line no. I've had the song stuck and, like what the fuck is this it's a bunch of cheap looking art on the wall it's Sinbad and like who the <laughs> fuck is Sinbad is that some Disney property in Japan only and I looked into it it isn't but it's, it's the just... most elaborate animatronic works I've ever seen oh okay and, the dude's singing one song consistently the whole time, traveling yeah. through little storybook visionettes. It's fucking adorable. But then, like, if, you can't see this is for only Henry's benefit, but, like, <laughs> he's a guy, like, singing, moving back and, f- like, moving his hips back and forth and, like, doing this with his hands and, like, his mouth is moving and it's every... Like just a lot of gestures and minute movements, but, like... And it all seems to be randomized. If you look at stuff for very long, I think they do randomize the movements of things. Huh. And wow. it's what super the? smooth. And then the biggest animatronic, the genie character, is fucking massive. It's, it's like a giant Shrek. Yeah, he does look like a giant Shrek. <laughs> wow. right, right outside the Indiana Jones ride was that, there's like a fucking Indiana Jones plane just blazing C-3PO on the side. And I yeah. lost my mind. <laughs> and then you walk right past that and you're in the Aqua World, which is kind of Bioshocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it said, it said Hyperion Cafe, and I, I'm pretty certain it's based off of Disney's City at the Top of the World, a fucking terrible movie that ripped off 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea years later about, you know, replacing the sub with a blimp that goes to a land in the mountains. And but that all looked like, the whole time I'm there, amazing. it looked really cool. Like, And I'm like, this is Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Like, it looks like it Bioshock just, like, Infinite. It has all the weird, like, or, or Rocketeer style, yes. like, architecture to it. And I'm like, it's how they, how they, yeah, in like the 40s, how they envisioned this yeah. is what it'll look like in the 60s when we're on the moon. <laughs> And, the, the, and instead of Autotopia, they have Aquatopia. Mm, and, that sounds uh, better than Autopia. Than Autotopia. Autotopia. I mean, it's it's the same cheesy year on rails. I'll show you pictures of it. Like it's it's fucking gorgeous. And the whole and then you get around to America Town. Was yeah. that was that was after that? It was like everything was themed after Disney in some regard. And then all of a sudden you're just in like America Land, <laughs> and it's like a giant cruise ship, and then a lighthouse, and a Texas and there's barbecue. Not, there's not even like really rides. It's just signs like yeah. here's here's a America. Yeah, a lazy doily in a sail window and the twenties. Yeah. 
great. How odd. But you, but you will notice you have that picture of me, and I feel like I should put some context to it because I do look like a happy fucking baby. Uh, the picture of me with Donald. Yeah. Careful. You'll note that we didn't ever really see any characters in costume. Not many. Not. Have you been to? You see a ton of characters yeah, in costume everywhere. 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 And like, and they're just hanging out, chilling, and like. So who do we who do we see? Who do we see there? I think I saw the genie. I saw uh-huh. and then I saw Mister Incredible, Max. and then Max, <laughs> Goofy's, Goofy's As he son. Appeared in Goof As he appeared in Goof Troop, wow. and then I was that was after we. I was so sweaty after uh, Tokyo Sea. I went uh, in that Akihabara or the Shibuya store and bought that awesome Pink Panther Swagger shirt where he's decked out and thugging out yes. for five bucks, and that was next to a section of all Max clothing. All Max clothing the for the hell? equivalent T-shirts for the equivalent of forty dollars. So he's apparently huge there. Max from Goof Troop and in so a wait, Goofy he's movie. A completely forgotten character in America. Yeah. like no, like people don't. Goofy doesn't have a kid anymore. The, the Goofy wasn't had no presence in the park whatsoever. That's yeah. even stranger. But his his son did, and and then finally, the whole time never saw Mickey. Yeah, never saw Mickey roaming around in the park. And then we get all the way over. We're pretty much done. Everybody's spent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And it's Donald. And I go over and I'm like, holy shit. And then Brett took a picture of me. It looks like, and I have the biggest smile on my face. But there's a couple of reasons for that. Yes. One, the whole time I'm in uh, Japan in general, I mean, Mickey, fuck me. I, like, I'm just not like a big Mickey fan. I know he's I bought boring. a couple of, he's boring. In Japan, seems to have, <laughs> I don't have to convince them. They don't care about Mickey that much. They love Donald. Like, teenage girls have Donald hanging from their bag. Yeah, yeah. And I so that, that picture, I, Fuck yeah, it's Donald, and I was just so happy to see him treated like the rock star of the Disney stable. He, you couldn't get close to him. Wow, you know, you couldn't get close to him. Which I shouldn't say him, because Donald was also played by a very small Japanese girl. <laughs> and I've been to a lot of Disney parks, and Donald and I are kind of on even footing because that shit's so big. Yeah, he looks like the size he's supposed to be in <laughs> Tokyo Disney. He was like this big. Wow. Like this big, and like that's how Donald Duck should look. He looked totally proportionate and less weird. That is crazy. In America, yeah, Disneyland, like it's Mickey who's the biggest celebrity. Like mm-hmm. all the kids want to be with Mickey. I just, I just think of that in the cab over when I was knew I was going to end up describing this. But but like, why? Why is Disney? Why is Mickey still pop? He's popular for he's an icon for being an icon. Yeah, I think he just has this well, icon status. Who yeah. the fuck is familiar with anything that Mickey's ever done? Well, this was a this was like something we you'd. We'd ask like literally fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in like high school. I'm mean, like, why does anyone Mickey? What was the last cartoon we even saw with yeah. Mickey? In what it? has he done? He, what, I know he's a pl- he's, uh, preschool he, show. He's just the face of the company. He's Mickey Mouse. The he's Donald, the guy, has a body of work. Yeah, no, he had but the best cartoons. Mickey you. cartoons weren't as good. They, but, but yes, that was Tokyo. Tokyo Sea. I'm gonna finally put up pictures on my Facebook of all that shit. Well, but I then can't... as we walk out, when we're all spent. Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, there are like 900,000 people cramming around this entrance, with that, that bay. We should have just gone run back to ride the rides at that point. That's <laughs> true, yeah. And we're like, what is going on? And it turns out this central hub, imagine a Banjo-Kazooie world where uh, this hub with a giant bay is like the hub world, and all the different Disney things are the levels that branch out from it. I mean, it's straight up a hub world. And imagine the entire population of a game decides it's time to go to the hub world. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're going to do one of these live shows. Okay, well, let's just watch this before we leave. And it starts to play this like 30-minute Mickey and Minnie come out on this massive pirate ship and sail around. 
And then it's pretty. This is like the loudest music you've ever seen. All of a sudden, a boat comes barreling out of the yeah. bay with fucking Mickey, Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto yeah. gyrating and fucking getting <laughs> all over one another. And uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they have so they do at least this song, and then you know Chip and Dale come out with a masquerade because it's a Halloween time thing. So they all oh, come yeah, out yeah. dressed up, and they're all waving flags, and they do this whole thing, and everyone's oh yay. And then, oh no, these skeleton weirdo creatures are coming. And then they all come out and do the creepy song. And now, we're the skeleton. But they do the was skeleton. Was it from that? Yes. Wow. Yes, they do it multiple times. It was, wow. See? Wait, do what? Uh, the skeleton famous, dance. Yeah, the skeleton dance was a very early Walt Disney cartoon. I think silly it might predate. Yeah, it was a silly symphony. Mm-hmm. It probably predates Mickey. Um, no. or, okay, but anyway. But yeah, they have these long fingers like dangling off the real that, fingers. Those gloves are really cool. The gloves were cool. So they do a whole dance. And then it's basically telling the story of how they, oh, no, it's basically like the Heartless from Kingdom Hearts game. But <laughs> then it's like, oh, and then we're going to dance our problems away, and then we're all going to be friends at the end. But it just keeps escalating, and these costumes get more and more ridiculous. But then the <laughs> thing that got me the most was when Donald started talking, because it was still Donald's voice, yeah, but in shit, Japanese. in Japanese. Oh, yeah, I felt that watching Kingdom Hearts trailer sometimes of, like, hearing... Oh. <laughs> like, and to hear that, but then, and then Carolyn was, like, laughing, and because you were like, what is he saying? And she's like, it's good, right? And then Donald, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. This is fun, isn't it? This is fun, isn't it? Yes, Carolyn doing it pretty dryly to make fun of me. This is fun, isn't it? It's good, right? It's good, right? Oh, God. But... but I think you mentioned I don't remember how this conversation started, but then like apparently you were like apparently Disney live shows can move me to tears. Uh, me? Yeah, you yeah, said something uh, like that. I don't know what I don't know what it is about the pageantry of all that shit, but those but, really big booming yeah. Disney live shows like move me in a really weird way. Because I thought like, as I was watching it, I was like, wow, I'm actually feeling emotional about this, and I couldn't care about <laughs> any of the characters or this park really mm-hmm. other than but but what I do care about is the achievement that is happening before my eyes and the number of things that cannot go wrong consecutively mm-hmm. imagine a thousand dice rolls a second for 30 <laughs> minutes straight and none of them can ever have snake eyes ever and it's like like the the, the human effort <laughs> it takes to make something like that happen yeah. without a hitch every day is like, wow, as a species, maybe we don't deserve to get wiped off the planet. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, can bore Hank, Hank I can't believe you guys were able to stay up all night for karaoke. After we then went it. out to eat and I, then stayed up until 5 in the morning at karaoke. The characters in the live presentation are its just another reason why I love Japan. You know, the Fab Five, Henry, who do we have? What, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy? Uh, Goofy and Daisy. I don't think Goofy was even there. I didn't see Goofy. And, and, no, I did see Goofy with a crazy then, helmet. Name two more Disney characters you think would be there in character. Chip and Dale or... Uh, Beyond Chip and Dale. Um, uh, oh, the Mad Hatter and the March Hare? Nope. From, no? uh, it was fucking Pinocchio, Geppetto, Girl Chip and Dale, and the... The white cat from Aristocrats. <laughs> for Aristocats. Like, that's like and that's, the, that's only who we could see. That's only who we could see. Because like, the bay, that bay thing was so huge, and it went around all over. There's no telling what other costumes No, I, I was taking in a, into account like things we couldn't... I was yeah. looking around. But I'm it. like, I was no telling what other... Did you see any stuff? of the Brer family? No, no, I did not see the Brer family. There was a... Uh, what, the, what skeletons did I take pictures next to with the guitars? Oh, we, uh, the De Los... Yeah, Chippendale's Day of Los Muertos celebration or something. I like know, that. like the bench that they were sitting on with yeah. the. Was it the? Three I don't think Caballeros. They, was that who? I no, that, well, they weren't characters. I don't think that was just some like exclusive oh, park celebration. Well, like you said, it was Halloween time. It was right? Halloween time. 
But, uh, but what, what was the question you just asked so we can wrap You stayed up. up all night for karaoke afterwards. And we did karaoke. Yeah. And we got there at 11. And again, Japanese karaoke is the best because <laughs> I'm not a big karaoke fan, like, in yeah. general. Like, I don't really like doing that, but... Uh. I love when you can get a room with your yeah. friends, and in Japan they do it upright because in San Francisco there's no like you got to sneak booze in or they like they don't they won't bust you unless you're being flagrant about it, but they don't sell booze and and it's just mm-hmm. it's obnoxious. It's like, do you think I want to sit here and sing a bunch of songs completely <laughs> Dude, sober? We yeah. just rented this for six hours. Are you a moron? Like, so this is like no, no, no. after eating at the restaurant from Kill Bill allegedly, I allegedly, yeah. But anyway, uh, like, yeah, I, yeah. Well, what I'm happened? Curious, turns but... out is it's a chain, and one of them was actually the one uh, that they I shot see. at. So, uh, well, it was still a nice restaurant. It was a great restaurant. Yeah, it was. A it great... was nice having izakai food, and we had our own room, and it was yeah. nice. But uh, thirty nine hundred yen for all you can drink all night, and we had it. We had it reserved from eleven p.m. until seven in the morning, and we could. Can you imagine? And yeah. and. Eight hours of all you can drink for forty, like conversion rate, like forty five dollars. I didn't even tell you guys. I snuck out. Like I had so much to drink. I'm <laughs> like, I snuck out and had a burger just because, like, I couldn't. You needed to. I couldn't keep to it together. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah, and well, I didn't and know it was all you could drink until like three in the morning, and I was like, "Are you? I've been like pacing myself, <laughs> and like, oh man, I don't want to order another one of those things because that was that's probably really expensive." Yeah, I don't. That's why throw- Carolyn's friend was just like, "All right, guys, another round. Yeah. Let's do it." I was like, like, "Man, this is gonna suck." And you just so call them on the phone, and they're there in an instant. They're instantly there with the tray of bam, magic beers. The, here it is. We'll take the other beer. And then, and quicker. then, and then, like like all karaoke, there's always just the the one song that no one expects is going to unite everyone in the room. And I really feel it was Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. Oh, I missed that one. I mean, you did miss a thing. Every <laughs> like, it was like because hey, yes, like, these all these the like sound intentionally show. picking ironic songs. So yeah. we sang "Hero," of course. Oh yes, sorry. and that was great. It was a lot of the nineties in that. Yeah, in that room. but man, something about yeah. the, as soon as I as soon as I regulate. Yeah, when I saw it come up, it was like "Don't want to miss a thing." It's like "Boo," and then you <laughs> get to that. All knew the but words. then when the chorus comes up, you're like, "Don't want to miss." But then when you and then but it was to me it was uh, singing that song and a couple others there was akin to uh, akin to masturbation because like you sing the song you're like yeah I'm so into this and then when you get to the end of the course you're like ugh these lyrics are so bad I hate myself for getting into this <laughs> yeah, and, by, and, and at the same time nobody you're with is participating yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of don't want to fall it's such stupid lyrics yes. like, I don't want to no. fall asleep because I'll miss you baby and I don't want to miss a thing because yeah. I'll miss you what yeah, oh, you'll miss her because you'll miss her? What? Shut up. Yes, Steven Tyler covering a song. Well, no, it was, no, they they were the first to sing it, but it was written by the lead singer of Four Non Blondes. Was it? And he's, singing about, and he's singing about his daughter. No, yes. I, th- I just thought that somebody else had performed it first. Well, perhaps, I can't attest to that or not, but it was written by the lead singer of Four Non Blondes, who also, also wrote, wrote something recently. Christina Aguilera's Beautiful. And something recently. I don't I know about that She was that still one. working. I, but it, I love. I don't want to throw her under the bus. So I'll just say one of our friends. Like, what? How one much of our is friends this? is a woman? All you can drink, uh-huh. and she's like, "Yeah, they're charging on Japanese tolerance, not fucking American tolerance. We're gonna ruin this place." Yeah, and oh, it was, that's right. And it, yeah, it was, <laughs> that, was, that was actually Carolyn. So like, to hear that come out of her mouth, she's like, "We're really gonna get one over on these people." It's like the. 
Well, because alcohol is expensive. It's there, pricey. So yes. That was one of the few times economically we were doing better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, yeah, it's like, dude, I'll drink all night. And then I, for $45, I'm going to order $100 worth of beer myself. Yeah. I, I walked. I, and then, well, beer, I, like whiskey I drinks. For and whiskey all. drinks, chew I wanted to see a little more Shibuya. You guys have been there for a couple days. You really want to do karaoke. Yeah. I throw down my money. So you and like, just came in and out. I'm gonna, well, I was going to walk down with the other guys and see a little more of the bar. And there's all these massage parlors. And there's like... Um, so massage, massage, and no, 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 it's fine. And then I hang out with them for an hour and come back. Uh-huh. So something happens uh, whenever that pumpkin, whenever that thing turns back into a pumpkin, and I'm walking back up that street, and the people with the massage, blow job, hand job, whoa, sixty dollars. Wow. Like, and now they're quoting me in dollars. So I am clearly <laughs> a mark at this point. Whoa. They know exactly what. And like, wow, and I've never. Blow job. Ugh. I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> Come good. on, buddy. No, I'm cool. <laughs> you felt like they were treating like a sailor. Oh uh, yes, yes. That, wow, that's exactly American what it felt like. sailor. Come on. Yes. Yeah. You're a total whore. <laughs> and it, uh, it, this is not the right podcast for this discussion because we should wrap things up. And I thought, I don't think I ever want to pay for a blow job. <laughs> I, I, why would I pay for anything but sex? I don't even. I don't even understand that. Like a simulated masturbation. Mm. Like, you want the whole thing? Yes, you exactly. Like I want. You're gonna go that far. I want like, the memory, the touchy, the the positions. Like I, I could just I move up like, my own hand. I feel like if you're, like if you get if you pay for sex all the time, then you're of the disposition like, eh, I know how long it takes to have sex when I pay for it. <laughs> Tonight so. I just want it. Let's Twenty just, buck blowjob. Yeah, just, uh, let's get this over with quickly. <laughs> Boom. Let's do this. Yes, I'm I got. I'm get, a very busy man. I got to get to Seven <laughs> Eleven. Got to get the one on the corner right over there. Oh my god, are we done? We're done. Oh, okay, god, Japan, so, so Japan great. Japan is really cool. If you have thousands of dollars yeah. to take the flight and pay for hotel rooms and then to buy food, oh, I want to say, wait, let's say what our favorite food was real quick. I, mine was, I love Japanese curry so so much, but especially go go curry. Like that was the, good. Go-go, is that a place? It's Maybe? a it's a chain go go okay. curry, and they're a. Uh, uh, Kazawa style, I, I forget the name of the region, but it's a different style of curry than we had a cocoa curry, which I think makes has better quality like ingredients. And uh, but but the uh, the curry from Gogo Curry is like browner and a little sweeter and uh, thicker too. And apparently, they, there's apparently there's one in New York. So. They have one in New York City, and I was hoping to get to. I thought I was going to go on a business trip to New York this week so I could eat there, but uh, that fell through. Is there so a Gogo Curry going. in New York? Apparently, Gogo Curry in New York in Manhattan go. on 38th. So, wow. yeah. so I don't know if, if you guys if you guys go to New York anytime soon, you may we want to go. Well, there. It was just that that love affair with the Naruto Noodle Place. Uh, there's <laughs> places everywhere. We had that. I was like, if these kids, this sounds so healthy. I'm just going to eat noodles every day. And Greg's like, you're fucking crazy, dude. This is all pork fat. And, it's, it's not good. And That's why carbs. it tastes so and good. Like, it's pork fat. Yeah. yeah. But I, I want noodles now. Like I want. Yeah, no, the noodles are always great. That's the thing that I love about it is everywhere I eat in Japan is delicious. Yeah, I don't have any bad food anywhere. Uh, McDonald's burger with an egg on it, uh, orange mayo, not good. I was a f- good. I went with uh, three other gaijin walking around in Denden town, and they were like, "Hey, we should at least have McDonald's once while we're here." And I and I almost like I had resisted eating American food while I was there, and. 
Had to be Lucas. And no, 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 it was not. It was our friend Mitchy Di- Mitchy D. Mitchy D. On the, and he was, and I get it. You know, you want to try. That's what see, I wanted. Everybody talks up McDonald's like in Japan and how I it's did a different. Pizza Hut in Europe, and it was really good. But yeah. I, I, I resisted the McDonald's. I, I actually did have McDonald's the last time I was there, and this time I was like, I'm good. What was the thing Greg got us that, that killed me, but was delicious? The, 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 the rice omelet. Oh yeah, yeah. The, it was a rice you, omelet. It's like an omelet wrapped. You with said it's sort of like of, a kid's food kind of thing. So it was, it was like onigiri, or uh... no? Imagine like an omelet, only like instead of filled with like ham and egg, ham and mushrooms or something. It's like just rice, white rice. Uh, well, I had like some kind of flavored like kimchi in my rice and yeah. mushroom gravy wow. and like they were good. It's a dinner thing. And it's actually right delicious. next to masa, makahari mess. Huh. Uh, that's where I had a moment about TGS. Oh man, I had oh I had yakiniku twice. So good. Oh my god. Have you had yakiniku? No, but that's the one where you grill your own meat. Oh, it's, right, it's right, like yeah. shabu shabu, but with, right, yeah, with a grill. Did that last time, more like yakiniku. Mm, yeah. No way. You fucking you order all these different types of meats. You cook it yourself. You, get the, you order some goham rice and. Uh, yeah, oh, let's, let's, let's stop talking about food. Mm, okay. mm. I want to go eat delicious pizza. Oh, yes, yeah. Let's go get some noodles. I'm done with noodles, man. God damn it. All right, we'll close it out. This has been Laser Time. You can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com where we encourage you to shop through our Amazon links and donate to us. It really helps us out. Uh, Thank you to all the people who donated last week. Uh, Sorry about all the downtime, but we've been, all of us, all of us right here have been traveling pretty constantly and thoroughly. You just Uh, heard by by there's been a downtime. Yes, that's a big part of it. But, I mean, we just got back from L.A. too. so. And it was actually technically a work trip. So in between doing all that, we actually were working. Yeah, we all did work. We worked every weekend for the last two weeks. And you're actually doing Cape Crisis will return this week. Yes. yes, And then you're actually doing something special. We'll be here on Wednesday. On Wednesday? Uh-oh. Yeah. You don't want to overpromise things right now? Is that where we're at? Well, that's when one will be there. A Halloween celebration, let's yeah, just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. With no excitement, though. Uh, it'll be good. There you go. <laughs> say the franchise? Um, thinking about doing... Uh, I was trying to make a joke. But... I know. I'm tr- uh, Kid Dracula? Kid Dracula. <laughs> Dude, there's one good song from Kid Dracula. Awesome. <laughs> oh. right, that's your only hint. There. It's pretty clear what I'm doing. Okay. All right, well, good night, guys. Laser time. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook. Review us on stuff. Just tell a friend. Jesus Christ. We're almost too tired to do this. <laughs> anyway, bye. Ciao, Matane. Hey, wait, let's close out with that song, you, the Japanese song you showed me a long time ago. You said Carolyn knew the dance. What is it? Oh, uh, Holly Kali. Yes. Oh, that's a good song. What's the song. I forget the name of the song. Tandem. Tandem. Tandem's good stuff. So we're going to close out with Holly Kali's Tandem. Holly Kali's Tandem. Which is uh, Henry knows the whole dance too. You should check out the video. Konnichiwa. Or the opposite of that. Jamata. Jamata. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs>